Hello, my name is Joanna Daniel and welcome to Stories That Shape Us. Thank you for joining me on Stories That Shape Us. This week we've been looking at stories that shape my view of love. And yesterday I talked, I asked the question about the stories that shape your view of love. Do you know what those stories are? I asked you to think about it, to look deep, to think about patterns that you see in your family, to see whether or not you were repeating some of those patterns, to think about the events that occur in your family, in your childhood, and to see how those events help shape your view of love. That your father leaving, the parents break up, the divorce, the mental health, the, the dynamics that you see in families, the, the serial cheaters, something I didn't mention yesterday. But there's so many things that happen that we take for granted, that we don't see how they affect how we love, how we receive love, and our ability to be able to receive it or even our capacity for love. There's so many things that makes us afraid of love, of makes us afraid of falling into love, or even makes us unable to love until we do the hard work of finding out what that thing is. Why is it that some people can receive it and other people can't? Why is it that some people can give it freely and other people can't? How come we love in not actions, but words. We can say, I love you. We can love in certain ways. We can cook, we can clean, we can do things. We can provide clothing, we can provide shelter. We can turn up with food when you're sick. We can do all of those things, but some of us only know how to love in that kind of way. The stay in a life for you kind of love where because I work hard, because I do things then you must know that I love you. I used to love like that. And uh, I, was, I was interviewed, well, not I wasn't interviewed. I was interviewing someone on my podcast, my other YouTube, my, on my YouTube channel. And I talked about something that nearly break, break our marriage if God didn't intervene. And it was an argument that we had for years. And I wrote about it. It was my husband required something of me. He wanted my support in a certain kind of way. And I didn't give him the support how I wanted, how he wanted it. I gave him how I could give him. And so I showed up for him. I held the family down. I worked hard. I made sure everything was in place. I made sure financially we were okay, but that's not what he needed. And years later, we were arguing about it again. And the Holy Spirit fixed it for me and told me that I didn't give him what he needed. I gave him what I could. Not that what I gave him was wrong, but I had to admit that, yeah, you're right. I didn't do what you wanted. I gave you what I could. And that's when I realized that we can only love in the ways that we are exposed to it, in the ways that it's comfortable for us, in the ways that we understand. We can't do it any other way. And sometimes there are arguments and their conversations and discussions that could have been solved easily, quicker. If we just understand that I am just doing the thing the way I can do it, it might not be what you want or what you need, but I can only do, do it how I can do it. And for the next person to understand that, okay, so that's not what I need. This is what I need. Um, and for, for, for both parties to understand that everybody's just operating at their capacity. And to not judge that and to not make that a thing. But if that's your capacity, are you willing to expand, to learn and to grow? How else can I grow? What else can I learn? So that was a turning point for me to understand that 
I was doing it how I, how I knew how to do it. It wasn't what was required or what was needed, but it was what I had. And so that ended the argument because we both realized you wanted this. I gave this. This is what I could give. And this is what I thought would, would help. Uh, and that, that solved it because he, he, he might want something, but I don't have the capacity to give it at the time. Now that has changed because I've learned how to ask questions, to ask questions of myself. Do I want to do that? Can I do that? Is that something that I have the capacity to do? Or is that something that I can do right now? And to be able to be honest and to say no or to, or to change. And that's where the decision to love comes in. Many years ago, I read a book. I wasn't married yet, wasn't dating, nothing. But I read this book, Love is a Decision. That, and I don't remember the name of the author. But it really changed how I thought about love. How I, how I looked at it. And so and on days when conversations are hard, I go back to the decision and can understand why am I making that decision today? And do I want to continue making this decision? And, and what do I get from this decision? Am I doing it? Am I just suffering or accepting things that culture says, religion says? family says or what anybody says or am I making a decision based on these principles as I said we follow in first Corinthians 13 so why am I making the decision today when you can sometimes when we when we view love only through romantic lens we never really consider that part of it we never really consider that we never really sit to ask ourselves these difficult questions and to have these difficult questions with the people in our lives because we're afraid. There's a fear that tells us if we face the hard stuff, then love will go and nothing will be left. And sometimes the fear of being on our own makes us agree with things, take things on, do things that are not aligned with us and we don't really want to do. And so the approach of looking at the decision, the how, the when, the where, the what, do I want to? And to ask hard questions. It brings us to a place where we can negotiate, we can compromise, we can talk about it, and we can come up with solutions that are going to be mutually beneficial. That's not the view of love that I learned. That's not, those, are not, those stories didn't enter into the conversations around me when I was growing up. And even when I was in my early 20s, those those stories didn't inform the conversations about love. I, I never knew anybody that took it from the hearts and, 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 and butterflies in your tummy to difficult conversations and decisions around, okay, so we're, we're going to keep, I am making a decision and a covenant and I'm going to keep doing it for these reasons that are mutually beneficial. And these reasons that serve me, that serve you, that serve our purpose, um, it, it's aligned. So over the years, I've learned that love is less about romance. Well, love is romance too, but it's less about the Hollywood type romance, I'm going to say, and more about difficult conversations, more about decisions, more about alignment, more about people that are m making decisions to make something work and to, and to see 
and to map out and to follow a script and a blueprint that, that works for individual families and not something that is going to be fit. It's not a model that would fit. Your model might not look like everybody else's model of it. it but as long as you are happy in the model that you are working and it works for you, then that's what's important. As long as for us, our children are seeing connection, they're seeing honesty, they're seeing openness, they're seeing ease and flow, and they're seeing uh, the principle of love carried out day to day to day. That's what's important for us. And so I'm encouraging you again to look at the stories that shape your view of love. What are those stories? Are they serving you still? Do you need to adjust the story? Is there anything that needs to be rewritten? Anything that needs to be challenged? Anything that needs to be thought about in a, in a deeper way? And you might not need to think about it with anybody else at the beginning, but if you look at your belief around love, where did, you, where did it come from? And how is it serving you now? Those, do those beliefs need to be adjusted, need to be re realigned to make sure that you are happy because you can be happy. You don't have to do struggle love. It doesn't have to be hard every day. It doesn't have to be, because we're making a decision doesn't mean that it's not fulfilling and satisfying. It's all of those things. So I want you to consider where you learned about love. What is your, the, story that's, the stories that have been told, the stories that you've seen live out, the stories that you see today living out, do, are they aligned with what you want to feel, how you want to feel? And, the, and how you, you want history to re record how you're living and loving today. Thank you for joining me on Stories That Shape Us. I hope you'll join me tomorrow on the next story. See you then.